0: Podcast. Your gateway to the trends and tropes of the horror genre. This is Spooky Time number 19 with jazz hands.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't even planned, folks. hands.
0: (laughs) And with me today, we've got Mr. Eric Lee down in Portland. Hello, hello. And Ms. Liz Williams over there in wherever you are, New New Orleans. Orleans. Yep. Hello. Back at home.
1: Yes, back back at home. That's right. Last time I was in the mountains. Hi, guys.
0: And Liz has something for us.
1: I do. I'm going to kick it off. We're going to jump in. We don't have Mike. He's still in the jungles, but I have seen uh, social media evidence that he's alive. So don't worry, folks. We have proof of life. We have not a a green inferno uh, situation.
0: (laughs) Green (laughs) inferno. Oh, no. (laughs)
1: <laughs> That's what I said. I was like, don't watch Green Inferno before you leave. Uh, sorry. Okay. So I have two things tonight. One is the image behind me, if you're on our YouTube, it is for a film that Joseph Perry already reviewed for our site two months ago for the Fantaspoa uh, Film Festival, which is a Brazilian film festival. This is a Spanish film called The Coffee Table. Um, as soon as Joseph saw this, he sent me a message saying, you got to check this out. It's in the running for Feel Bad Film of the Year. It's There's like this year's this uh it's right a horrible your movie. Alley. You're going to love it. Uh it's this year's It'll make Speak you no cry evil.
2: and
0: wretch Yes, and yeah. He, right. thought just, uh, of, he thought of up, immediately.
1: And he thought of me. And so, when I got a press release, I was like, "Oh, This is the one joseph was talking about i got an email and say that i need a screener turns out joseph already reviewed it for our site and we are blurbed in their press release which is super nice nice. um and but i was still given a screener to talk about on the uh podcast so this is called the coffee table it is directed by Kaye casas and it's described as a beyond horrific tale. It's about a middle aged couple who are blessed with a newborn baby who buy a gaudy coffee table, and it's a decision that will dramatically change their lives. Um, and without much on screen violence, Casas delivers a terrifying, almost unspeakably pitch black horror film. And I am not going to tell you any twists, but it starts out as a hilarious comedy. The scene when this couple is buying the coffee table, I could picture myself having these conversations with my husband, throw a newborn (laughs) baby in. And like she's like, just get this damn ugly table and let's get out of here. You know, I'll told you so. And it just um, much like Speak No Evil just is real funny until it's not. And it's (laughs) wonderful. And it is going to be making its U.S. film premiere at a big festival in September. So I am guessing that is Fantastic Fest, but Mm. it will also be on DVD and VOD in January. So we will keep you all up to date on it. But this will 100% be on my top 10 list. There's no way that there's going to be that many other films. So my second piece of info is also international. And this is that the Fantasia International Film Festival just released its third wave of programming. Mm. And my list of things I want to see now has 29 films on it. (laughs) Uh, Finding a film festival sometimes with five things that you want to see is hard. I have 29 uh things i want that's to see that's a massive film festival. no
2: sleep for liz no sleep well lucky
1: for the people who are not going to attend this it is three weeks long it runs from july 20th to august 9th in montreal so you said and you
2: said there's 21 films that you want to see 29 29 oh god that's more than one a day yeah for three I weeks i want to see.
1: i've already <laughs> seen one because i said okay. i better start with the screeners right now and get mm. those reviews up and let's schedule before the embargoes but i wanted to touch on a couple things that they released in their third wave of programming including that nicholas cage is going to get kind of a career achievement award and um he is world premiering his new film that is called sympathy for the devil finally Mm -hmm. they're taking Nicolas Cage seriously and awarding him for his Nicholas cage The oh, world is mm. on board. After years of being like, this guy's too much, you know, with Mandy, go, then Mom and Dad, and then the yeah. Unbearable Weight and Massive Talent, he's finally getting his due. Um, and then just a couple other films that I'm really excited about is Vinegar Syndrome is debuting wow. a production that they put together called Eight Eyes. Um, and it is being billed as a hard shocking um film so i'm ready for that it's going to be a world premiere and it says at the breaking point of a dysfunctional marriage Cass and Gav take a trip through serbia and after meeting a mysterious local saint peter who eagerly offers to be their guide the couple embark on an impromptu sightseeing sightseeing expedition that Soon takes a series of sinister turns. So, mm. yeah. It the movie goes to
0: Serbia. It's never. So I I know. Say, That's
1: what I said. Yeah, I was soon like, Serbia, you it's like, Serbia. It's like, this is going to be rough. Bad oh, idea. It's another
0: hostel or something. Uh-huh.
1: And then another yeah, Serbian one, tale. That, no, I'm never going to watch that one. um Another one that I'm. this has of... a bridge too
2: far, folks. That it's is... hard to believe, but Liz has Liz a bridge too to far. Oh,
1: well, if you read what happens in that film, I, I think it should be anybody's bridge too far. Yeah. Um, there's a documentary that they're going to show that is called Home Invasion. And it says it's made in bed during the pandemic by a playful experiment named Graham Arnfeld. It's one of the most chilling cinematic experiences of the years. And it's a nightmarish essay film, doubling as an experimental horror film framed through an oppressive peephole. This genre defying documentary <laughs> takes the viewer from the invention of the doorbell to the arrival of the ring. Showing how history uh, uh, intertwines with film technology and it's oh. made of a mix of archival um films and security footage and things from ring doorbells. So this reminds me, Eric, a lot of yeah, what yeah. we saw at the Overlook, the uh ring ring, a doorbell fantasy, which was so much fun. So yeah, that that
2: one is real life incidents yeah. that happen at your front door yeah. that you really can't unsee. So, yeah, it's like stranger shows up to your to your house and with an ak-47 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's a there's a costume who's showing up on your porch yep. like, oh, God. and
1: then uh you'll be able to see a bunch of other things that we've seen at some other festivals like the documentary satan wants you you'll be able to see mm. onyx the fortuitous and there's one that premiered nice. at um south by southwest called raging grace that i reviewed for the site hmm. and gave four stars to. that's going to okay. show there also um nice. so if you are in the Montreal area for one, two, or all three weeks, definitely check out this festival. I That's don't think crazy. you have to is go it for every three single weeks. day of those three weeks. Probably it probably so is.
2: Some, That's amazing. At some point, we're going to have to do the extended vacation yeah. Montreal trip. Because I can't go for I can't
1: watch movies for three weeks. Four <laughs> days at South By and four yeah. days at Overlook.
2: Three it, weeks of, hills hills of yeah pretzels. <laughs> <and> <laughs> That's I book. think. Th- yeah. yeah, I can't Pop- eat.
1: The Alamo does not have enough pretzels to support me being <laughs> there for three
2: weeks. <laughs> didn't uh, popcorn Frights, I think Robert has been posting uh, both of the waves that have come out, and that's yes. a fourteen-day yeah uh, festival. Yeah. Also, well, that one's that's all in for- Fort
1: Lauderdale. You got to be inside in the air conditioning, so True. I don't, I don't right. blame that. Yeah, it's
2: Fort Lauderdale in August, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Fort Lauderdale and, and Miami. They have a yeah. couple of things in Miami. Oh so wow! Like the okay. only
1: place I would rather be less than New Orleans in August is Southern Florida. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: All right. Who's going next?
2: All right. I think that would be me. Um. Sort of following up on um, kind of current events. I um. I. I just went out and I saw a non-horn movie that was very good. After Liz had commented that you and your nephew, uh, who, whose name is Jackson, Jackson went Jackson. to go see Spider-Man. Yes. Uh. In in the um. Across, uh, the across the
1: Spider Verse, across the
2: Spider Verse, yeah, which was amazing, mm-hmm. Spider Man. Um, yeah. and, but in the preview, I got a preview of Haunted Mansion, <gasps> yes. and that looks, folks, that looks funny. Yeah, it looks. That real looks funny good. Though. That yeah. looks. I. it looks. I'll. I, I'll that, go pay see money to see for that for sure. Oh, totally. So this is because uh, if you recall, we just had our uh, Scariest Things um, uh, thingy awards, mm-hmm. and we were lacking in good gateway horror. Um, I think there's probably nothing at. better than something like Haunted Mansion for bringing preteen kids to go see something spooky and fun mm-hmm. and actually funny. Mm-hmm. It's still mm-hmm. PG 13, so there's still it comes with some caution flags, but right. mm-hmm. uh, it it looks. You know, I the, the the bits that I saw in the the great trailer. So
1: and the cast is great too. They yeah. got all an And awesome that's coming
2: that's awesome. that's coming that's coming out soon. You won't miss it. It'll it'll it I think Disney's banking on this to being a big hit. Yeah. So um that's interesting. Uh, another movie that's coming out soon that is on the opposite sliding scale of this thing is Amityville Pooh, oh. Killer Poop 2. Oh,
1: like no. Winnie the Pooh or like Poop poo
2: It's got a, the the image is a a, a a ghostly poop in the toilet. Jesus.
1: No. And
2: the top of the lid has the <laughs> amityville house on the backside of the toilet lid. Folks, uh, I can't I don't know how it came down to this.
1: How did it's, it come down what, to this?
0: What did we do wrong?
2: I don't it's, know. That's due in 2024. So um eagerly anticipating hey. that one. <laughs> I don't know. I think this is I, because because the writer's next, strike. This is
1: yes, on the next wheel because, of misfortune. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> we could <laughs> if we had put Amityville on. That person would be like, all right, in 2024, I'll rejoin after I've watched. I think there's oh, like 40. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. That 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 one might have been more than uh, Puppet Master. It's
1: twice as much as Puppet Master. At least, least.
2: Easily. Yeah. At it's least. huge. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyways, I just thought sort of on opposite ends of the taste spectrum. Yeah. Those things are coming up. Um, uh, and I just Damn figured I'd have please. to comment on that. But um, my main topic today is actually sort of the imagery that I've got for For those of you who are watching on our video stream, um, uh, Bouchon International Fantastic Film Festival, Uh, Robert, Joseph, and I have all been watching screeners. I don't know. Do you know if Joseph's actually there for this? I don't know Uh, actually. Yeah, uh, I would hope so. Because it's because, yeah. yeah, it's because Busan is not too far out. It's like, a, I think it's a suburb of Seoul. Yeah. Oh, or you live there, right? Yeah.
0: It's like 40 minutes out of Seoul or something like that. It's yeah. not that far.
2: So hopefully Joseph has, was able to get It's a big festival, it's, it's mm-hmm. got a ton of movies, but it is, it, it, it's probably more like a fantastic fest out in Austin where it's more than just horror. Um, right. Is is Fantastic mm. Fantastic Pest is Fantastic Pest like...
1: is all genre. Fantasia is more than just horror,
2: though. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Fantasia. So maybe like Fantasia. Yeah. I uh think. very, very international um stuff. And and uh they had, oh my gosh, so many films, but there's a limited amount that they give for streamers. Yeah. Um, so so we've been doing our best to try and pick up on on those it. Yeah, they yeah. haven't
1: been doing it for uh international uh coverage so yeah right right on the cutting and so, edge serious things so i yeah. get
2: to be in fact i am number one on the imdb posting page for life of mariko in kabuchiko uh, is that is, is, do, you, do yeah. you know is that is that is it kabuchiko is that sure. or is it kabuki cho i don't know uh-huh. um I asked the guy who was in Tokyo for a year and a half uh, yeah. <laughs> ah. uh, did you ever go to that to to uh in Shinguku? Um, the red light district but it's, where it's, the, it's more oh, no, than just the <laughs> no i know yeah yeah <laughs> but it is it is the red light district full of full of the uh the love hotels and the uh the the, the dance clubs but yeah. it's also restaurants and and casinos oh, yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. yeah it's yeah, it's a is it a fun is, place it is like pre Pre Rudy Giuliani Times Square kind of thing, right? Yeah, or or nicer. it's like the the, yeah. the, the the tenderloin in San Francisco. Still nicer. but still nicer. That um, <laughs> <but still nicer. laughs> yeah, like
1: I, very good yeah. <laughs> Um
2: But this is, I love this movie. Um, this this movie it's it's tangential to horror, but it's tangential to a lot of things. Mm. It's a uh, it's it's sort of a um, it, it reminds me of a. Quentin Tarantino or a Jim Jarmusch movie where you have multiple stories connected to through this thread of um a character named Mariko, who is a de- is a bartender and a, uh, de- a detective in the heart of uh Cabuchico, um uh and a kabuki Kabuchiko, We'll go with Kabuchiko, yeah, uh um, <laughs> and uh the that she has she's sort of the neighborhood watched. Um, she sees she knows everybody in the neighborhood. Everybody comes to her for advice and including my daughter is missing or mm-hmm. there's a rumor of an alien in a basket <laughs> <laughs> that, that 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 the Yakuza and the FBI of all groups wants to come in and find find this escape scientist with an an uh, a. Uh, an alien in a basket there's a story of her best friend who's fallen in love with a a pretty young gigolo and she wants to earn a lot of money and she thinks she's going to earn a lot of money by capturing a serial killer for the reward reward money Um, also a couple of her bar the the people who who go to her bar are sisters who are assassins and one's trying to get out of the out of the system and they and they have a fight over a man Um, (laughs) and uh, there's a lot going on in this movie and there's a there's a there's a sad sack janitor working in one of the love hotels who used to be a mob heavy who's who lost his daughter who now apparently has become a porn star it's all just, it is you know a day in the life of japan right sure, um, sure. and it's all tied beautifully with this thread of mariko i thought she was terrific it was it is one of those things where it's it, it's a um a surprisingly feel good Movie, a full recommendation for Mariko, uh, Life of Mariko and uh, Kabuchiko. Kabuchiko, uh, and I've said that five times differently now. So yeah, that's all right. Take it's it different. for what it is. You're just covering um, all the bases. Yeah, yeah, uh, it is, it is, it is horror adjacent, but it is, it's, it is a wild, fantastical story. Um, and it, there's, I mean, it is, it it does get pretty bloody. There is a serial killer with a butcher knife, and there are like. Uh, yakuza hit jobs and all that kind of stuff um and believe it or not it all makes sense it's like it is like a, in, in that way it's like a tarantino movie
0: mm-hmm.
2: where everything kind of circles around and then you go i get it i get it i get it i get it you're, you're, it always unlike sort of an anthology which kind of throws like spaghetti at the wall and it's like we're kind of loosely connected it's all right. very tightly connected um the the second movie that i that i wanted to comment on is uh a movie called the seeding which is an actually, it's an American movie by uh, a director named Barnaby Clay, who has made most of his reputation off of music videos. And you can sort of tell
0: mm-hmm.
2: in the way that he shot the film. Uh, there's a lot of beautiful cuts. Um, it takes advantage of uh, a, the Utah desert really well. But to me, this feels like almost kind of like a fairy tale, a dark fairy tale where it's hardwired into our systems about, there are reasons why you you do certain things there's the um the the protagonist is a guy named uh Wyndham stone played by scott hayes and he's a photographer going out to take um pictures at a total eclipse and he is um lured out into the desert by a boy who says he's lost his mom and dad In the and it's desert? like what do you don't yeah. don't <laughs> this kid doesn't look like he's lost and when he runs away from you and he smirks That's a bad sign. (laughs) And then, when all of a sudden he goes to the car, where where he pours your bottle of water out. And the thing was that he doesn't make it back to his car. And so he stumbles around and he finds this crater in like an oasis at the bottom. And there's a little house and there's a ladder that goes down into this crater. He goes into the crater, finds a young woman who is fairly nonplussed to see him, offers him, but she offers him dinner and rest. And I was like, hmm. Is he giving off a kind of yeah. Hansel and Gretel vibes here. It's like <laughs> it kind of was yeah. Replacing replacing the candy and 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 gingerbread with sexy young woman as the lure, and, and it's like red flags should be up. He doesn't follow the red flags. When he wakes up in the morning, the ladder is gone. He's stuck at the bottom of this canyon pit, and then there's these wall these wall paintings of like a woman the snake woman and beheadings and stuff it's like that's a that's red flag number two and he goes but he's a photographer and he goes that's interesting and he takes pictures of it it doesn't he doesn't start thinking i'd better get out of here he kind of tries to figure it out he doesn't get out he's trapped and then around the rim the boy who he followed is joined by a cadre of other feral boys that sort of it's it's kind of um the the uh Lord of the Flies kind of thing. It's like, oh man, trapped in a canyon by a bunch of by a bunch of feral thuggish kids. And <laughs> and because he, every time he tries to, to climb out, they 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 force him back. And uh so it's like, well, is is the woman trapped in there with him? Is she the source of everything? Is what's going on here? It's it it is it's kind of cool because you feel like you're always one step ahead of him. He's kind of a dim ball, truthfully. I um, think so too. Yeah. And, but, I feel like but but you're but yeah. you're still I've half a
1: step. That from him. <laughs> yeah. you're,
2: you're half a step behind the plot because you think it's like it could branch this way or it could branch this way. There are a number of times where it could change things up. The ending is rough. Um right. it is a um not bloody but it's emotionally rough.
1: Um
2: yeah. and um the you know it th- there are so many things that and again I think humans are hardwired from being from being little children. It's like, don't you know the stories? Of don't you know, don't stray off the path. Or mm-hmm. the modern tale of, hey, where'd I park my car? <laughs> you know, or, or Dude, where's hey, my I car? don't have cell phone. Modern tale. tale? Here. Yeah, <laughs> it's like those are those are things. Those are modern fairy tales of the horror stories of I I don't remember where I parked, and now I'm searching the entire parking garage. Except for this time, if you're in a desert, and if you wander out in the wrong place, you're gonna you know die of dehydration or evil and um this is this is the case where evil come evil evil comes out to greet him it was um, a
0: super cool set though i mean that location
2: yeah, the pictures. it is uh. it is it's nope. it's a Be gorgeous on the ground
0: that was that was yeah. a great find
2: yeah although i you know as a as a gym climber i was thinking I was like a five-seven. I think I could do that without ropes, uh, <laughs> except for when you have a bunch of hostile kids who are going to like throw rocks at you or throw something crap like that. At yeah, it's, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. it's like, oh no, no, makes it more difficult. <laughs> that's not gonna. That's not gonna work. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was. It is kind of the the uh, the warning to all of us: be careful. <laughs> like, uh, if it seems too good to be true, it probably is. This is not an oasis. I'm so,
1: also just gonna stay out of the desert
2: yeah so those were the two big the, <laughs> that's how i the, avoid
1: these problems I'm gonna stay yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah, th- yeah. there's like
2: the hills have eyes or 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 tremors tremors monsters robert can tell, tell robert us all about that in a few tell months
1: all about tremors oh yeah um
2: uh, but uh, yeah, that would be that would have been awesome if there was all of a sudden that he was like a sacrifice for some Tremor monsters. I would have been totally down for that. <laughs> but um, but what,
1: Tremors Nine, like Robert, you have another movie. to yes. watch.
2: <laughs> Trem- Trem- Tremors, Tremors Nine, the Seeding spinoff. Um, the Seeding Two. Uh, so that that those were both those were two good horror offerings, and then uh, the quickly there was a third movie called Siri Asi, which. Is a superhero movie okay. that was done in Indonesia by Joko Anwar, one of our favorite really? horror uh, directors. It's cool. really good. It's okay. um, it looks like you could put this one in the American market and it would do pretty well. Uh, granted, it feels a lot like Wonder Woman, right? There's it's well, a
1: with like RRR and Polite Society. We're all we're looking for, you know, yeah. things like that. So
2: yeah. but give it this to is, us. I think the production values I think what I what I would say is that, that you know you got multiple layers of villains you have a you have a great coming of age um young woman becoming a goddess essentially but Indonesia they they teach their their actors how to fight mm-hmm. right yeah. this is like this is this is like the the, the raid crew teaching this like this this actress can kick ass and she is great um <laughs> So, you know, if you want to see a martial arts, heavy Indonesian, and she's gorgeous Always. too. I So it's like those, yeah, the, the uh, that Indonesian uh, complexion, mm-hmm. she's, yeah, she's something. And, uh, and it's fun. It's a lot of fun. It's, it's, a lo- it's probably, it bridges the edge of PG-13 and R, uh, but it is, but I think for teenagers, great fun, um, not a horror movie, but it was part of the Fantastic Fest. And uh, I think it's 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 interesting because you don't really see you see all kinds of other genres, but it's hard for the other countries. Like I can't think of Japan coming out with like a like a classic traditional superhero thing. But mm-hmm. um, they've mm-hmm. also, I guess, Joko Anwar had there was another comic edition which was sort of their version of Superman. But they you know but they have the uh, they go through the, the rituals are very different. It's very, <laughs> it's, it's very different. So uh, Siri Asi uh, when oh, it please when please it comes that. out. That is, uh, it. I'm hoping it has RRR-like reaction. It Do has you know if to,
0: they're gonna be putting it out in the states?
2: It's so I. I don't know. I mean, it's like oh, okay. you, You've seen you've seen the same buy fan stuff. You don't. Know, you get you get a, a synopsis and go right. Yeah, and, and so you have to. This
0: is often questionable.
2: Yeah, the, <laughs> so the synopsis for the seating had some things that aren't don't happen in the in the yeah, movie.
0: that's what uh, I noticed too.
2: Yeah, it's like wait a minute.
0: That that's not that, right. <laughs>
2: so uh but uh recommendations for all three i saw one that uh i didn't like so much but i won't talk about that one i fell asleep and it was just like oops yeah it was a lebanese movie where it was supposed to be like cannibals and stuff and it's like i should have known that not to do the cannibal thing but it was boring. fell
1: asleep on the cannibals okay yeah
2: okay that's that, that so that's my um bi fan experience and robert also did a little bit of bi fan but he's got that and other things to talk about. Yeah. I do. I do.
0: I will I will segue from Bifan with another Bifan movie. Uh the Oh shit. You can what happened? Okay, timeout. So yes. The the uh, picture behind me, if you happen to be watching us on on YouTube, uh, Mr. Stephen King here. Uh there was a documentary at Bifan called called King on Screen.
2: And it oh, was yeah. very,
0: very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if you like documentaries. Um and you like but, Stephen King. And if you like Stephen King. Uh they together. Yeah. They went through um pretty much everything. Like the first um third of the movie were was maybe they kind of glossed over the first, like they did Carrie and a couple of the other or the the initial ones. And then they went, did like a deep dive as soon as they got to The Shining um, and, uh, and um, Shawshank Redemption and The Green Mile and all these t- talking to Frank Darabont and a bunch of the cast members. And so there were some really good uh, interviews. Mick Garris had a lot of good things to say. Oh, nice. uh, so that's a if you're a Stephen King fan or a fan of any of his movies. That's, this is one not to be missed. I'm hoping so how, that how?
1: this will go to like, I'm thinking Netflix. They have so much Stephen King content or Amazon, they can fight it out. But what Um, I watched this, uh, Chattanooga had it as well. And yeah. I just was just blown away by how many freaking movies that are really good that are all like Stephen King properties. Yeah. That guy yeah. is, yeah. I'm not a huge fan of his books. They're just so long and.
2: Right
1: too much, so watch but I love most of the movies. I, I watch yeah. the movie yeah. and yeah. it's just amazing how much that guy has churned out in his. Yeah, yeah. Know, he's, he's even had a bunch career. of
2: terrible movies and yeah. he's still he's still known still more for his them. great movies, yeah. Yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. for every dream catcher you have, you know, you've, you've, you've got to drive. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's a great uh, it's a great documentary.
2: They, they did a
0: really good job. I yeah. was very impressed.
2: How, how uh, did they did they get all the way up to what's the most recent one they have? It or did they, they get go up there? to
0: like Doctor Sleep?
1: Yeah, maybe? they do talk about Doctor Sleep.
2: Okay. Yeah. So Doctor Sleep so, was after It, wasn't it?
1: They don't talk about the new It's though. I, they don't they really don't. talk about It at all.
0: No, they oh, really? talk A lot and about they, the myths. This, this came okay. out in to, in 2022. Mm-hmm. So m- maybe that they that was just what they had to work with. Yeah. Um, supposedly it's going to be released in August, August 11th. It's going to come out, uh, video on demand and wherever they play these things. Um, so anyway, yeah, that's, that was, I really had a good time with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then on a related note, after watching that one, I went back a few years to 2007 and there's a documentary called Just Desserts. Hmm. That is specifically about the making of Creepshow. Oh, hence my oh well,
2: there you go. Okay, perfect.
0: And it's also, I mean, it goes from the very, like the conception of the whole thing all the way through the making of it. They talk about all the wrangling the cockroaches. Uh, they, they interview a <laughs> bunch of the like cast members. Uh, Adrian Barbeau is on there. And she's, uh, one thing I actually, did not know until i watched this was that she was married to john carpenter yep and i didn't know that she and he was the reason because she got the um uh she got the role as um billy in the in creep show as the
2: i think she she showed up as uh best horror movie jerks i think she was she was on our list for 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 badgering poor hal holbrook (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) into into making her lunch meat and she almost didn't
0: do it. And so because she was like, I don't know, I don't really like horror movies. And
2: oh come on. She did she like, was in the fog.
0: John Car- well, that was maybe after though, because John Carpenter oh. was like, No, 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 wait. This is being done by George Romero, and he's kind of a genius. So you, you need to go do this. Okay. <laughs> but there's lots of good uh interviews with George Romero and Tom Savini uh and there's even a little bit from like ed harris and a few of the other stars did ted did did,
2: did, did ted danson get in on it he was
0: didn't have an interview but they had some behind the scenes stuff from ted danson
2: did they actually bury him up to his neck
0: they did but not in an actual on a beach they had a a whole uh chamber made for him you know Yeah, so they didn't actually bury him up to his neck.
2: (laughs) I can hold my breath for a very long time.
1: (laughs) Where did you uh, find this one? Is this on streaming?
0: This is streaming. You can find it um, through Screenbox. So you can get it through like Amazon Prime, Mm -hmm. that kind of area. I think it's also on YouTube, uh, their Prime subscription service. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool.
1: Nice.
0: Also very good.
2: I love Creepshow. That was in my top 20. I don't know. I don't think it from a top 25 i don't know that i think it got cut my my most recent one but it was in my first list no like 23 or 24 yeah but i still so talking about the extra stuff that they used to, to promote that uh to p- promote Creepshow, show i remember going over to your house robert as a as a kid mm-hmm. and 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 reading the creep show graphic novel yeah so which was very very much it was it was Pretty direct, much direct homage from i mean it's probably the most one-to-one kind of a um uh, uh a graphic novel as, a, as there's been for a for a movie because they were based on a, it was a based on a comic style yeah. like a like a panel to panel kind of a thing where you you zoom in with the with, so it's pretty with much all already storyboarded stars.
1: for you yeah you
2: know, it was yeah. it was perfect it was and and i love love those ec comics my grandmother when when i was um now this was the great thing of having a grandmother who's a librarian. Oh. She would come back and with like like big thick volumes of the EC EC comics and say, like,
0: "Oh, that's awesome. These that awesome. have
2: yeah. were once upon a time banned. Read these." <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> Thanks, Grandma. <laughs> wow. Weird awesome. Weird Tales. And it wasn't you that know, like the fifties? That was the fifties. Okay. Right when when she so um, you know when when she was a, a, a young. Woman, and getting into the world that's of library stuff—that's a fun was a, collection. That's cool. That is a—that was a great collection. I just—I remember that. And I was like, "I'm," and I. But I think they, they she brought them back from the library, and she, mm. they weren't in her house. Otherwise, I would have. Those would have been part of my inheritance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I said I'm taking those. All right. So good awesome. long spooky time today. Yes. Yeah.
1: So, well, thanks everybody for listening and watching, and we will see you on the next episode. Next time.
2: Bye.